hi everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Solo Female Travel Podcast. Today I am here with Anne. So Anne is a professional marketer. She's a traveler, a writer, and a filmmaker. She's the author of the upcoming book, Passport Ready, which is the ultimate guide to solo female travel. So and she's actually editing the book right now, which is very exciting and I'm like super happy i'm proud of you <laughs> so thank you for having me on no you're welcome thank you thank you so much for being here so before we jump into talking about the book and all the amazing things you have to share i want to start by asking you about your story like how do you went into solo traveling and like the countries you have been to and you know all that <laughs> Right, so my solo female travel journey started around late uh, 2015 and I randomly came across some, um, oh sorry, a solo female travel blog. It was actually Adventurous Kate. She's quite a well-known solo female traveler in the community. And I actually can't even remember what I was searching for or how I found her blog or why. But when I did find it, I just devoured it. I just sat there with a cup of coffee and read article after article. And I was like, I cannot believe this um, woman, you know, saved all this money and went on this huge backpacking trip. And after I found her, it was kind of like spiraling down a rabbit hole. I found so many other solo female travelers and I was just so inspired. I, I caught the wanderlust bug straight away. And um, it wasn't too soon after that when I got the courage and after um, understanding a little bit more about solo female travel safety and budget travel and, and all those things that I actually booked my first um, solo trip. And that was to Budapest, Hungary. And wow. I didn't really know a lot about Budapest other than it's kind of a hot spot for Brits to have their crazy head and stag did. <laughs> but I'm, um, having actually been myself, I, I can attest that it's so much more than that. Um, so much culture, so much history, um, amazing food, just a really lovely city. And actually, whenever somebody says to me, oh, I'm going on my first solo um, travel trip, Um, in Europe, where should I go? I always say Budapest because it's it's just such a lovely place. It's affordable and there's so much to see and do. So that was my very first trip. Um, and I just wanted to go somewhere that was a, a little bit more familiar, a little bit more close. Right. And then I kind of jumped around um, Europe throughout the years. I went to Rome, Berlin, Cologne, Copenhagen, um, and just, just basically like building my com my confidence. Right. And then finally, um, in July of 2018, that's when I really took the leap and went to Bali, Indonesia. Oh, my God. The reason I actually went to Bali um, specifically was because I really wanted to do my open water paddy. I'd kind of um, started reading about scuba diving and was very interested. So I actually did my open water paddy um, on the island of uh, Nusa Lembongan in Bali. And then I came back to the Bali mainland and, and went to Ubud, which, you know, if you're ever scan through Instagram and you, and you see a lot of Bali pictures a lot of them are from Ubud and it's just a, a very beautiful um just, oh, just a stunning stunning place the rice paddies um and and all of that good Instagram stuff and then after Bali I decided that I, I was ready to take a, a big trip to really do something um a little bit more out there And that's when I started planning and, and saving for a one month trip. 
And um, I knew that I could take a little bit more of an extended time off because I'd been at my workplace for a good, almost coming to three years at this point. So when I asked them, like, look, can I take a little bit more of an extended time off? They were, they were OK with that. And it was actually January of this year that I spent a month in Thailand and Cambodia. And I was very lucky to enjoy um, Thailand and Cambodia just as coronavirus kind of started her world tour and, you know, turned our lives upside down. Yeah. So I came back in early February just as things were kind of um, kicking off. But it was my time in Thailand and Cambodia really, um, it was so different from all of my other trips because I, I reflected about my life in a way that I don't think I've ever done on any other trip. And I, and I can really say that I came back from that trip a completely different person. Um, it, it was just a very, it was just very soulful, very reflective and made me think about where I am now and where I want to go in the future. So that's kind of like a brief summary of my solo travel journey so far. Wow, that's amazing. And yeah, definitely when, it's crazy, right? Like you're, you're, you're in a certain state of mind before going on your trip, then you are on your trip, so many things happen, and then you come back, and yeah, you feel like a whole different person. And I, yeah. I always say that to me, like traveling and traveling solo is one of the best therapies in the world. You are based in London, right? Yes. Yeah. So I, I was like, oh, she's explaining about Europe and like how she started there, there to building, build her confidence. Like, oh, we never said where she's based. <laughs> so yeah. okay. I, I, I just want to reiterate that I, I did do all of that while having a full-time job I feel like there's this narrative that's built in the travel community that you have to quit your job and travel the world you don't I was just very clever about holiday days very clever about when I booked and you know using all the tactics that you do to to keep your travel costs down staying in hostels and booking just outside of peak season and and all of that stuff so I did do it while having a a full-time job I didn't have to quit my job okay well that's that's great yeah I mean Sometimes people think that, oh, to travel, you just have to, you know, leave everything behind and just go. And it's like, no, I mean, you can do it both ways. You can also still keep working, as, like being like you, like being smart about your time off and then and about your saving and like traveling cheap. And then you can do it. That's also, uh, I, I have done it both ways. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like once you start traveling, it's like you just want to keep on going. And, but then, yeah, sometimes you have yeah. to understand that you still need a job to you know pay the bills and you know work on your career and all that so well that's awesome thank you so much for that introduction to your travels that that was amazing i want to know more like about your book like what what's what's your book password ready which is coming up uh pretty soon what what is it about like why is the ultimate guide to solo traveling well the number one question that i've been asked ever since i started solo traveling was how do you do it and I just assumed that, you know, common sense is common knowledge and everybody would just kind of know how to do it. But that's, I found that that's just not the case because I consistently get asked this question. So after I came back from um, Thailand and Cambodia, I just thought, you know, I keep getting asked all these questions. Why don't I just write a book and tell everybody everything I know, you know, from, from my perspective? And the book is kind of, well, there's kind of three different aspects to the book. There's general travel advice. And I take you from the moment you decide to start traveling 
everything that you um, do during the booking process, the actual traveling process, and even when you come home. So like dealing with reverse culture shock and um, kind of getting used to um, everyday, life, everyday life again, sorry. And then the, the second aspect of the book is um, actual solo female travel stories. And I have stories from 18 different um, travelers. Um, I'm very lucky to be having um, Eva Zubek writing forward. Eva is an amazing traveler. I think she's amassed close to, we're coming to almost 600,000 followers across YouTube and Instagram in, in just two years. And I think what's really set her apart from a lot of other um, travel vloggers and Instagrammers is that she goes to places where a lot of people don't go. She's travelled to Syria, she's horsebacked, you know, through the wilderness in Mongolia. So I think she's really pushed the limits of um, not just what women can do um, within, the, within the travel community, but just what anybody is doing right now. So I'm very fortunate to be having her right forward. And I also have um, um, amazing, other amazing travellers as well, like Natasha, who started Dame Traveller, which is a huge um, online community for solo female travellers. Um, so there's, there's that part as well, all of the stories from solo female travellers. I thought that was really important to, to have that in the book so that people could actually see other women that have done it and heard their stories. And all of the stories are, are so different. And then the third aspect of the book is just general resources. So places, other places that you can go beyond the book um, for information and to help you kind of through your, um, through your travel journey. It's just so great. I'm just like amazed by all, about everything you say because, like, you're bringing like these women to share their stories, kind of like encouraging other women to do the same, and then also you're offering resources because sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, I want to you know do my research before I travel, and there is so much information on the internet yeah. that you're just like, ah, where yeah. should I start? Yeah, where should I start? Where should I go? Who do I believe? You know, everybody has their own different take on it so I've, I've really tried to condense that you know even when I um for example uh, sorry for example talk about booking tickets mm -hmm. instead of giving you a hundred different websites where you can book your tickets I've just focused on one website and how can you utilize that website to get you know your cheap tickets as opposed to giving you a hundred different links to go to a hundred different places I don't think that's useful for, for anyone so I've really tried to I've, I've given as much information as possible I've tried to condense it to make it easily digestible. And then also you should mention, um, told me before that uh, something that you're also adding on the book as part of the stories is kind of like the downside of traveling solo. What can you share with us about that? And just to be clear, it's, I, I haven't added that in the book in any way to oh. put people off of traveling. Okay. Um, it's just about giving people a realistic outlook because I think yeah. if you know the downsides and you know things that are going to get thrown at you, you can deal with them a lot more easier and they don't ruin your trip. So one of the first things that I faced um, when I went to Bali was travel burnout. And I think it was maybe the eighth or ninth day I had been out in the sun for way too long. I actually think I did have um, heat stroke, minor heat stroke. And it was just like my energy just just drained out of me. And I, there was one particular day where I couldn't do anything. I, I was just in bed um, all day. And that was when I kind of learned, you know, you do have to pace yourself, make sure you're, you know, drinking water, 
don't be out in the heat of the sun or right in the middle of the day for too long all of these things um, that you must do to keep yourself healthy and also you know other basic things like um, how to stay safe when you're eating street food so you don't get sick um, you know things like well not even just street food just in general in, in fact yeah. um, when I was in Thailand earlier this year the one time I got sick it was because of restaurant food and I knew there was something wrong with the restaurant food and I didn't follow my own advice <laughs> and I got a I got a runny tummy a little bit of a, a runny tummy so yeah things like that just like looking out for your for your health yeah um personal safety obviously for women you know the number one thing we we worry about is um you know assault and 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 being harassed so just like general um advice on how to you know to to look out for yourself and also um i think the number one thing that i would say is trying not to look at travel as the end or and be all because I think there was a time when I when I did and I put too much of my worth on whether or not I was traveling, where I'd been, how many countries I'd been to. So I, I, I look at all of those aspects as well. That, that's amazing. And definitely those are topics that you don't usually hear about. It's mostly about the positive outlook and and then, yeah, it was amazing and this and that. But I think it's great you're doing that because then it's like people can set, um, I mean, the right expectations. Yeah. Definitely travel born out. Like I have so many stories about that because it's like I want to do everything the first two weeks and then I'm like, and yeah. And it's kind of sad because like my last uh, Southeast Asian trip, I was just like traveling and then yeah, and the motorcycles and doing this and that and like swimming. And then there was a point that where I was in an island in Malaysia that I was just sleeping all the time that the yeah. people that were traveling with me were like, why are you sleeping so much? I'm like, I don't know. I can, I can move. I just need to sleep. And yeah. um, you, you have to pace yourself. So like one, one of the things that I've learned to do is, you know, if I go for a full day mountain trek one day, the next day I'll maybe have a massage in the afternoon or do a cooking class or yeah. a yoga class something that's just a little bit more calm and doesn't require so much energy so just being clever about what you do on what day so that you can still do things but you're not doing anything that's going to drain your energy for doing really high um, um high energy things every single day yeah that's true and, and it's so funny that how applies to every aspect of our life not even I only traveling yeah. it's just like every time you start a new hobby or even at work like just pace yourself <laughs> yeah yeah um and then yeah about the food is definitely like you're exposing your body to you know new smells new food new uh hygiene so <laughs> or just yeah. just to explain actually what happened in in that incident yeah um, number one the food came out incredibly quickly. Oh, a little, no. a little bit too quickly. And it was also quite cold. And this was meant to be a warm dish. It was also seafood. So my, my guess was that the food had maybe been sitting there for a while and they just kind of heated it. And so, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's honestly just safety 101, food safety yeah. 101. That was complete stupidity on my part, just not listening to my to my instinct so 
yeah, just as a warning to anyone, if the food comes out too fast, <laughs> if it's not warm when it should be, that's a sign. Yeah, no, definitely. And mostly if it is seafood, I feel that seafood like has to, you know, be cooked in the right way. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And then about the safety and harassment, have you had like a horror story about it or? like just an uncomfortable moment um to be honest i i, I mean i i won't go into detail about it but i i have had incidences of, of harassment um before but the sad thing is that not anything different than i've actually experienced in london mm. and the reality of this is that i feel like sometimes we, we want to um make this a thing of solo female travel safety yeah. But it's actually just our real- reality as women, wherever we, were, wherever we are in the world. Yeah, obviously one has to be a little bit more careful when yeah. you're abroad, but um, it's, just our, it's just our reality wherever we are as, as we yeah. navigate the world as women, unfortunately. That, that's true, that's true. Once I was researching about that and then I, I, I found some really very scary uh, stats here in the states about women uh, women harassment and I was like mm. oh okay and like I never felt like I have I've had like kind of like funny stories about it like I don't know like a very small Vietnamese guy like was walking by me and jumped trying to kiss me but I, I don't know it's like that, but I found that funny because he was so small that was just like <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but yeah no definitely but definitely yeah uh we gotta look out for our safety when we're traveling and also when we're at home and yeah. and then yeah and hopefully there comes the day where you know we don't have to worry about these things yeah just for the record though statistically um tourists are generally most likely to be harmed in traffic incidents or um accidents related anything involving alcohol um, drugs, also uh, drowning, um, any like water-related incidents. Those are kind of like the top killers for for tourists and things that you should be careful about. Um, um, sexual assault is actually a lot further down the list. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Is there anything else, any closing thought you would like to add before ending the episode? So people often ask me, um, what's your biggest regret regarding travel? And honestly, my biggest regret is just not starting sooner. Yeah. Just not starting sooner, not giving myself this this gift of travel, especially being someone who is privileged enough to afford it. Not everybody is. Um, yeah, my biggest regret is not starting sooner. And it's one of the reasons why I've um, gone out of my way to document my travels, whether it's on Instagram or on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel as well um, where I document all of my travels and I just want to hopefully be someone that inspires someone else the same way that solo female traveler whose blog I came across inspired me you're doing that already it's like all your Instagram posts are so beautiful I love reading your your captions I I just have to throw this and I like I love the post about your mom and like what you said about (laughs) her and her story and I'm like, no wonder why she's so strong and doing everything she's doing right now. I mean, I mean, her mom set the example for, for her yeah. doing all this. So um, can you please tell us what's the name of your 
I will put them in the in the description uh, anyways but like what's the name of your Instagram and your web page and um, and your YouTube channel and then I know also you have a podcast where you can share it with us as well um, so my Instagram is on the go with AC and if you type that into Google um, sorry not Google into um, YouTube in the search box on YouTube my YouTube travel channel will come up as well and my website is on the go with ac.com and my podcast is overview um, and that's just, that that has some it's going to have some trouble on it but it's just general you know amazing women talking about different aspects of, of their lives that well that's awesome that's awesome well thank you so much annie it was amazing talking to you amazing talking to you as well